Star Wars 7x7 episode 2467. All right, let's get back to our Mando Memos series. We've only got a few of them left, and today we're going to be talking about what we learned about Fennec Shand as a result of the events of Season 2 of The Mandalorian, and probably throw in a couple of other things as well. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, when we first met Fennec Shand in Season 1 of The Mandalorian, what we found out about her and the bounty on her head as a result of it was that she was an elite mercenary and that she's been killing for all of the top crime syndicates, including the Huts. right? That is her reputation and certainly she lived up to it in the events of The Gunslinger which was chapter five of season one. And then we meet her again in season two of The Mandalorian, and we meet her in chapter 14, The Tragedy, and she's with us for the rest of the season, excitingly, and continues to live up to her reputation, even though she is now dealing with a cybernetic torso, basically, and who knows what else. It was just that nice little peel away, oh look, I've got cybernetics under my armor, <laughs> and I guess they don't have to worry too much about, you know, what, just making sure that uh, everything stays germ-free <laughs> there? I don't know, it seems like there's a wonderfully comfortable relationship in managing the joining of cybernetics to organic tissue in Star Wars, which is a bit of an odd digression, I know. But anyway, so as a result of this situation, Fennec Shand says she is now in Boba Fett's service. And that's as much as she has said about it. That's as much as Boba Fett has said about it. What that means, you know, how long this is going to last, eh, yeah, that is left open to future revelations. But it does kind of seem like the way things have been set up is that Boba Fett, and again, this was not stated outright, but basically it seems like Boba Fett said, you know, I'll rescue you, I'll heal you, and in exchange you'll help me get my armor back and take over the crime syndicate that is currently being run by Bib Fortuna. And after that, then it's not going to be just you're in my service, it's you're going to have a job and I'm going to pay you. I mean, <laughs> that seems like the logical way this would break down because she just says that she's in his service, not that she has a life debt. And a life debt is a thing in Star Wars, as we all know. So, you know, if it was a life debt situation, you would think that the makers of The Mandalorian would have stated outright that you know, and now I have a life debt for his service or something to that effect. But no, it wasn't said like that. So it's probably another more limited time quid pro quo situation. Then as we leave things at the end of the season with that stinger and the Book of Boba Fett reveal and whatnot, it does seem like Boba Fett is now in a position to be a player in the galactic criminal stage, unless it's gonna turn out that this is all about just him getting revenge on a bunch of people, in which case then the agreement that he has with Fennec Shand might be rather different from what we're supposing here. Either way, it's a sure bet that we're gonna see her deploying her elite mercenary skills in the Book of Boba Fett and very likely, just the way that they've set everything up, somehow crossing over into other series that are being developed for Disney Plus and of course, season three of The Mandalorian or beyond that 
that as well. And probably, probably whatever they are all leading up to, what they talked about at the Disney Investor Day about these series eventually leading up to one big event storytelling thing. But unlike many of the characters from The Mandalorian, it turns out that we are going to get to learn more about Fennec Shand in the interim, not just with the Book of Boba Fett, not just with The Mandalorian, but other storytelling as well. So the big one that we're all familiar with or that, you know, a lot of people are familiar with, and if you're not, don't worry. Like, you know, that's no big deal. You're getting to learn it here. <laughs> is that Fennec Shand is going to appear in the Bad Batch cartoon series that debuts on May the 4th on Disney+. And at that time, which will be... Oh boy, here we do the math. So it's taking place in 19 BBY and The Mandalorian takes place around 9 or 10 ABY. So we're talking 30 years later uh, in between them. And in the Bad Batch series, she is going to be a brand new bounty hunter, basically. She is new to the game. She is building her reputation and, you know, trying to make her bones, basically. So, yeah. Then when we see her later in The Mandalorian, she has definitely earned that reputation. And in fact, she's earned it before then too, because there's the Bounty Hunters comic book series that you know we've mentioned here from time to time. We haven't done any story coverage on that yet, just a little top level stuff. But there was an issue not too long ago where, uh, first of all, it's taking place in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So between three and four ABY. And at that time, somebody hires a bounty hunter to kill this guy, Valence. Valence? Valence? Not sure on the pronunciation. <laughs> is, is it rhyme uh, with Jack Palance or is it a homonym for the window treatment? I'm not sure. Anyway, so it turns out that, and you know, interestingly enough, ties into other storytelling as well. This one issue actually ties into um, sequel trilogy and original trilogy too, because... Tasu Leech appears, and Tasu Leech being part of Kanja Club that we meet in The Force Awakens, and um, uh, Figrin, <laughs> Dan, and the modal nodes all also appear in this, and they're from, obviously, A New Hope. But anyway, the point is, is that somebody is trying to hire somebody to kill Valence, and they hire Tasu Leech, and the comment that's made is that Tasu, Le Tasu Leech comes cheaper than Fennec Shan. So at that point, which is 22 years after the events of the Bad Batch, she will have made her reputation as an elite mercenary. At least I think that's what we can presume by saying that when somebody says that a guy comes cheaper than Fennec Shand, that, yeah, Fennec Shand is by logical extension rather expensive for her services. But we don't actually know how old Fennec Shand is. And, you know, if we just have a little fun and say she's 18 years old because, you know, that would make her you know, an adult in some worlds at least. And that's when we see her in the Bad Batch, that she's 18 years old, just starting out in her profession. That would make her nearly 50 years old by the time we see her in The Mandalorian. So I would say, yeah, you know, that you know could be a reasonable presumption at least for us to operate from from now. But until we find out for sure, you know, you know, we won't probably dig into that too much. But, you know, anytime we learn more about the character that is, you know, significant and compelling, then we'll talk about it here on the show. For now, though, that is going to do it for this episode. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 
Sung by Seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.